Welcome to your Making It Worse. We're here, we're queer, who cares? I'm Elliot Glazer. And I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. Textual healing. So, guys. Yeah, go ahead, Elliot. <laughs> Caitlin Jenner. Come on, has... Elliot. Have, yeah, come on. <laughs> have we, wait, have we ever saved one of those? Is that an inside joke the audience has never heard once? No, they hear it. They've heard they it hear before. It. Oh, okay. And I'll, I'm going to save this one so they, they'll hear it. All right, they'll perfect. Know. Yeah, that's all I can. I'm very yeah. ego driven, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you should know before we went on the air, too, before we started recording, that um, Nick Rucker, a fan of the show, a writer for Howard Stern, was texting yes, me and insist, insisting that I have platinum nipple clamps. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you are giving in to the to the ammo. Nick oh, is really I'm funny. Honored. Can you share his like Instagram or something? Because um, I don't. Or uh, is he public? Is he? I was saying with the he's audience. He's not really is he public? public. No. no he's well, not, then, he really sorry, guys. It. We have access to one uh, to a very funny person. And you but his name right. is Nick Ruckert. He writes on Howard Stern, yeah. and he yeah. is uh, essentially Robin Quiver's go-to guy. So <laughs> right. he's wonderful. He's a wonderful man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but switching gears, uh, Caitlyn Jenner has thrown her hat into the ring for. Uh, governor of California. I know. Campaign manager. <laughs> in a very half-assed rollout this week. That's in correct. An attempt to unearth. So half-assed. Uh, yeah. uns- uh, what's the word? Cons- uh, sus- not secede. Un- un- <laughs> no. um, so there's a recall election Oust. for the current yeah. governor, Governor Gavin Newsom in California. We have really fucked up election laws where basically if you get enough signatures, you can, you can, you can uh, spur a recall election of a sitting candidate or sitting uh, mm-hmm. governor or whatever elected official um and that this has famously happened in the past with arnold schwarzenegger in 2002 right. when uh gray davis was the governor and there was a recall and then like 70 people ran for the governor and arnold schwarzenegger won mm-hmm. so there's a good chance that that newsom could be ousted from this no there's not a chance at all no I don't okay think so. so why so okay so Kate, oh, all right caitlin jenner is running and right. she has un um uh, she has rolled out this <clears throat> like brent said a really half-assed campaign some yeah. of her one of her like official photos is her in like one of her uh like old school sports cars with her dog yeah. and it's like bitch you killed somebody in a car like <laughs> Wait, this year, i always a- forget that <laughs> yeah. what, what is that the go-to icon iconography for you but um yeah. essentially also i think it was yesterday that she came out against yeah. trans girls being allowed to play on boys teams in sports she yeah. had to throw calling, her, her calling trans girls i mean the what blew me away about that i'm not surprised that she's I'm technically not kind but... of anti-trans but the language she used i thought mm. was so shocking because she kept calling trans girls and women born biological boys <laughs> when oh the wow. the correct terminology is that they were assigned male at birth that mm, trans yeah. women who were assigned male at birth and it just blows me away that someone who you know <laughs> Is is very much a leader in in the trans. I mean, I don't know if she's a wanted leader, but she's a right. leader in the <laughs> yeah. trans movement, and she doesn't even know the correct language to use. Mm-hmm. You guys watch I Am Kate when it was on TV I at all? Did yeah, I had a good no, it was on. Definitely it. did not. Yeah, what I, is I, I Am Kate? That was, was her reality, reality show. show. Oh, oh, okay. I was I, I personally I I watched it at the beginning, but then very quickly realized that. I mean, I think like most people realize that she was not really interested in in um 
I don't know, expanding her viewpoints. I mean, she was obviously pretension. She was interested in attention and like dressing up, like looking yeah. pretty. And they would bring in producers would obviously bring in trans activists and people of you know di- from different walks of life as trans some really trans great women activists who are doing some amazing work right now. Brilliant, brilliant people. Some like yeah. scholars, mm-hmm. and they and it was a you know a genuine attempt to like sort of show her the ropes a little bit, and mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously that has not sat uh has not made an impact with her since she is a republican she's running on a republican ticket right she doesn't know how to talk about trans kids (laughs) right you know don't forget and i always remind myself of this caitlin jenner is still a professional athlete and all professional athletes are dumb pieces of shit and (laughs) you should never expect you should never expect like anything significant i mean obviously of course there are some athletes that we have every reason to to respect outside of the game uh, whatever game they play but uh most of them don't deserve it and caitlin jenner is certainly an example of that i actually yeah, forget you could, what did she play was she, she played tennis? she was a track a, a track track and yeah, field that's it that's it but yeah. she also like you think of like muhammad ali or you think of um magic johnson you know megan rapinoe like right. there are a lot of athletes who step up and yeah, become the faces sure. of social causes and they're activists and she, she she's just such a it's it's crazy because and i think so many of so much of the community would agree to this she has she is such a true like the def- definition of a hot mess mm-hmm. she has just ruined everything she's touched and has only shown herself to be limited um uh narrow-minded mm-hmm. privileged as fuck like cares well, only also- about like the the wild thing about her is that you're right. It is all Hollywood. It is all about yep. image for her. And it's all about like down to the point where the day she announced or when she announced, she didn't do what most candidates or celebrity candidates or someone do. They would wipe their Instagram of all of their past posts so that their Instagram would only be for the campaign dedicated. Yeah. You would archive all your posts. Instead, right next to her announcement that she's running is this fucking like SPF thing, the spray SPF thing that she's selling. Like her posing there with that. And I'm like, you want to be the next governor and yet you also care about skin cancer, which I think is important. But like, did you know you're not real? You're not real. That as of the, I think this is the, I think this is true of of all of Cameo, that that app Cameo, where you pay Mm -hmm. people for, for, for videos. She is she charges the most of anybody on Cameo, I believe. And I think she charges twenty five hundred dollars for a video. And uh, Howard Stern has played a couple of the videos on the show and they are (laughs) they're they're outrageous. And I love Kyle. You guys know Kyle Kinane, the comedian. Yeah. 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 Oh, not Kyle Kinane, Kyle Dunnigan. Mm. He does a a Caitlin impression that is just so fucking funny. Mm. The whole thing. I mean, so we don't have to talk too much about this, but there wasn't really interesting article on CNN actually uh, that was written by an author who's trans uh, with the opinion piece, give Caitlyn Jenner a chance. And um, in the piece, um, the author, Alison Hope, you know, basically goes on a ledge, obviously to say that, yes, it's, it's unlikely that, I mean, I even saw a meme where there were all these different types of people, all of whom the one thing they had in common was hating Caitlyn Jenner. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. But the writer, Alison Pope, talks about how she thinks, look, Caitlyn Jenner, when we talk about Caitlyn Jenner, we talk about the idea that the more the more role models trans kids have in their lives, the better their health outcomes are likely to be good and bad, good and bad role models, too. good and bad role models. Yes. Um, Jenner has shown herself to be open in her positions on certain social issues as she's 
exposed to certain views. Sure, I guess you could say that it, it took her, you know, a lifetime to exit Trump land. But OK, yeah. she crossed party lines to stand in support of transgender people again. Sure. But, you know, how much weight does that really hold anymore? And it's pot. She also said it's possible she could do great things for the trans and LGBTQ community. It doesn't mean that um, she would not call out her fellow Republicans, even though she hasn't so far. And that for posterity's sake, what Jenner says matters less than that she holds the stage and national attention, which means, you know, many will be much many will be watching, including young transgender people. So and I don't know has, how much that she thing. no, she does. I think she I personally do think she does have a point and it gets to the root kind of even of this podcast where we want to get to a place where gay people can equally just hate other gay people just as much as they hate <laughs> yeah. straight people because yeah. gay people can be pieces of shit just like right. trans people some yeah. some trans people like Caitlyn Jenner can be pieces of shit and mm. we want to get to a place where Caitlyn Jenner someone like Caitlyn Jenner who yes is a very visible trans person a very visible trans uh personality in the United States and that that visibility does do something there is something to that good or bad however what her positions are sure she has horrible positions and she's not necessarily a leader of the trans movement but that said her visibility i think does do something just like the visibility of and this is ridiculous too but of like certain prominent black republicans like i remember when uh keys was alan alan keys was it alan sure yep. yeah ran against obama in and for the senate seat in illinois and it's like yeah even though they've been the Republican Party always does put people of color out for on show at their conventions and stuff. Right. It is nice that 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 we have this full spectrum that we aren't monolithic in sort of how we are as people, you know. But there's no you know, world. I, I I think I was gonna say that like uh, I think in a in a very basic sense that article that CNN article is right in that it's good to have role models, good or bad, like you guys have said. But I mean, it's it's I think it's kind of a pathetic argument to say we anyone should vote vote for her just because there's a world in which maybe she could be cajoled into being a decent yeah. leader and like that's <laughs> right, just like right. absurd logic <laughs> being a decent person but right. is there a world in, go ahead go ahead no i was gonna say is there a world and is there a world in which california republicans would actually no no the right is, there's no california <laughs> republican party really i mean there is but there's no strength, weight, or money behind it. And the kicker with, with Caitlyn Jenner is that she does take up a news cycle. She There are stories written about her. And, and because, and we learned this from Trump, in this day and age, if you can get a bunch of stories written about you, you can be taken seriously real quickly just mm, because yeah. you generate news. Mm, and yeah. so she does hold power in that way. That said, there's no Republican Party in California, and Gavin Newsom's ratings are like what 70, 80 percent with with amongst the party base and independents, and it's like mm -hmm. he's gonna win. Like there's yeah, no it, 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 it's it's a real waste uh, of a recall election. It's a real waste of money. But it'll be interesting to see because they're waste of money because the way the, the way it works in recalls is as any number of people can run. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of support. Uh, Caitlin's able to get from presumably what will likely be mostly the Republicans who are voting for Republican candidates. I don't think there's going to be that many, at least at this stage, I don't think there's going to be that many crossover Democrats to Republicans, certainly probably not Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, <laughs> so, so we'll see, we'll see if she cracks 5%. I think I would be shocked, but uh, more importantly, do we think Chris Jenner is a Republican tell. too? No. 
Chris Jenner hasn't be, voted right? in an election probably since 1988. <laughs> like, I don't think she's anything. She's about money. Not even joking. So our guest today, I say this about every single guest, I know mm. it, but he is actually a good friend of mine. And he has, there's a history on this podcast of a mention that I did like maybe two years ago now. I don't even know. Mm. Time is irrelevant to me. Yeah. And that's it's also kind just a of, construct, but yes, go it's ahead. It's true. But that's not really kind of how we connected, but there's there's a story behind it. Matthew Sol- Solomon. Hello, Matthew. Hello. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Now, Our pleasure. Matthew is an actor and he he's a creative person, does lots of things, but you probably know him. How I first <laughs> knew him, how I first knew of him as a person, as an entity, is from the Humera commercial. Am I saying that right? I, I want to say it's it like Humera. Matthew Spornak. Humera. 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 Oh, yeah. d- Dorothy would say... It's Dorothy like a, would say, hum, "Humira, yeah, Humira." The Arthur, I loved the, you in the, the, the theatrical humira. training, Humira. So, Matthew, <clears throat> let's, I'm gonna. I just, I just want to play a little bit about from the commercial, just so that there's a reference point okay. for people. So let's just, sure. let's just. I'm gonna do a little. No, ben. I think you're managing your moderate to severe ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease. Are you okay? I did, but even when I was there. I never knew when my symptoms would keep us apart. So that's Matt. And when I saw this commercial, and I mentioned this on the podcast, I don't know who the guest was, I don't know what the conversation was, but I remember saying, when I first saw this commercial, I was like, that's a faggot. That is that is a homosexual person, man, who is in love, falsely in love with this woman in this commercial for a product that may cause diarrhea. And I know this, I know this to be a fact. And then I saw him, at a local show here in Los Angeles, Learn the Words, hosted by past guest, Tony Soto. So great, great show, lip sync show. And here was this, and I was I was a judge on the show, I think. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you were judging the first time I'd ever done Learn the Words. Oh, really? I didn't know that was your first time. That was wow. my very first time. Well, okay, so I saw this said faggot, and I was like, who's this Harry Potter faggot? And why does he look so familiar? <laughs> and, and I remember even calling you Harry Potter faggot at the show. And then like weeks later, I think I maybe we were DMing or something and I put it together that you're the, you're the Humera faggot. And like, you're also the Harry Potter faggot. And like, you're so, you're, you're, there's, there's a faggot tree. Wow. Yeah, right. so, you are. So, <laughs> I just want to say that my sort of uh, 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 confession or display of queerness to Alan for the first time was also me tearing my shirt open. It's true. Lip syncing to Janelle Monet with glitter all over my chest. And um, oh. so- Wait, did I, did, I, did I judge you in a show? You judged oh, me goodness. when I did, um, uh, it's, I'm such a narcissist. I remember every detail of every performance I've done there. You judged me when I did the rent, uh, take me or leave oh, me. Yes, yes, yes. And I included like a little Vanessa Hudgens moment yes. announcing that her cast that. member broke her ankle. Yeah, you are, you are so devoted and so, I mean, have you done any of those, those shows where you haven't won or at least come in the top three? Yeah, I like to think that I've been robbed quite a few times. I fought for you. Wait, can you I explain this show, guys? Oh, yeah, guys? we should explain. Oh, Learn- um, well, it's a lip sync show. For I the mean- 330 million Americans <laughs> who have not been Learn- to Tony Soto's show. <laughs> <laughs> Learn-, Learn the words is a staple at Tony listen, local, say gay Akbar, uh, local gay bar, Akbar, which is sort of oh, like no. a hipstery east side bar. Yeah. akin to like metropolitan in brooklyn and yes. uh learn the words is tony's show where um usually i would i guess i would say either amateur drag queens or not. no 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 it's, yeah, his, whole, you, you his whole his whole shtick is that i mean tony of course is a silver lake icon drag queen well, of course and right, right, it's right. a lip sync show and the line mm-hmm. is 
you know, it's it's a lip sync show for anybody. Why anybody. should drag queens have all the fun? And so mm. it usually inspires a lot of really creative people like Matthew oh, to fun. come yeah. and sort of do a lip sync performance. In fact, drag queens do not do well at Tony's No, they show. very, very rarely do well. Yeah. I will not do it. A, no it's such a fun show it. because if you ask me, it's such a fun show because people like Matt uh, are so good at um, just, I mean, it's definitely like artistic interpretation in a mm -hmm. much more left of center way that is just so fun and so creative and everybody tries something different and the music is left of center and it's it's just not, it's just not, you know. <laughs> it's a fun show. It's a really I hate fun moderate show. music. I hate middle of the road moderate music. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? I mean, like what I mean is like. <laughs> it's not just top 40. Top 40, yeah, but, yeah, you know, yeah. Britney, Christ, like. Maybe a little Amy Mann. Maybe a little Amy Mann. You would I mean, see Amy Mann. Sure. Matthew, what, what other, so you did, I forget the song Chanel you Monet. did, you did, I did Monet. Okay. what other ones I did done, you do? So I did Take Me or Leave Me from Rent and yeah. I threw in a bunch of cuts and all that stuff and uh, did probably the what I think is one of the best reveals ever done on that stage. I mm. pulled a fan out of a paper heart that, and I would, I would, I think nobody saw it coming. I was pretty yeah. proud of it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then I did, um, you know how Boys by Charlie XCX, the bell tone and that kind of sounds like the coin noise in Super Mario. Mm -hmm. Oh uh, yes. <laughs> very niche reference. No, so it I makes sense. What I call my Super Mario striptease. Yeah. Boys yes, I remember that too. He loves getting naked. Yeah, guy. lots of, I, I was gonna say lots no of striptease. Yeah. I have no I love idea. Him for I, look, no. I was just really, really skinny then and I just wanted to <laughs> We also have another performance, not by Matthew, but a, a good friend of Matthew's, Nick did. I remember very distinctly an Animaniacs. Do you remember that, Elliot? Were you there for oh. that? Animaniacs. Nick Zakari, he did um he did the country song from Animaniacs where they yeah. name every single country in the world in a song. So good. And he memorized oh, the wow. entire song. It's such a fun show. I hated it's that show. Literally, I, Animaniacs. I want, yeah, not Tony. You song. hated it. Tony, yeah. you can, <laughs> you can zoom it. You can watch it on Zoom, I think, on the first of every month now. Well, no. So Tony's show is there's, I mean, yes, of course, you can watch it yeah. on Zoom. And they have that, of course, during the pandemic, there was the Zoom show. But hopefully soon, the show will be coming back. Maybe we'll have Tony back on. It's a, such mm -hmm. an exciting sort of return to life, especially here in L.A. for the East Side, because bars were hit, gay bars across the country were hit so hard. Yeah, right. And Tony coming back is sort of a, just a sign, of, and the show coming back is just a sign of, like, things kind of getting better. You know what people, I mean? People really showed up for Akbar too when they were running yeah. their money. And yeah. The thing I will say about Learn the Words is that it's either the best show you'll ever see or it's the worst show you'll ever see. I will uh. never say that. I love Tony. I will never say love that. It. <laughs> no, but. Tony always does a great job, but it is a, it is, it's a, it's Russian roulette with these performers because you know. That's why it's so good mm. because you don't know what's coming and yeah. some of it could yeah. be really, it's, some of it can be terrible, but also mm -hmm. terrible in the best way. Like it's just a mess and I love it. Yeah, it's and delightful. I, I mean, when so living here in LA, one of the things that like sort of that story of me even seeing Matthew on the show was you see people here in LA who you know from certain things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'll see someone at Gelson's and I'm like, oh, he died on Grey's Anatomy last night. Like, it's a reality yeah. of Los yeah. Angeles. And for someone who's <laughs> not from California, it's kind of like a wild thing because as a kid, I never imagined running into someone from a commercial or some, or you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And mm -hmm. now I feel like I, every commercial I see, I know somebody from, you know what I mean? Like there's, okay. I recognize somebody and it's a thing. So like this Humira commercial, 
is actually like massive. It's on every fucking day. I mean, I see it on CBS this morning with Gail King, whom I watch religiously every (laughs) single morning. And it's like Gail King and Matthew. And it's just, it's just sort of back and forth. (laughs) There was one time it played during a Bachelorette finale. And I learned which of my friends watches The Bachelorette because I got a text from every single person. I think I got some yeah. like 25 text messages. That oh my God. You know, let me ask you a question. Did yep. you ever get nervous? Uh, I mean, the commercial's great. It, you, you, of course, do a great job. But did you ever get nervous being in a commercial where you have to pretend you have Crohn's? Yes, of uh, course I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, look, it was not like I, I got the job and I was like, this is the most amazing fucking thing ever. I was sort of like, right. I'm going to be in a pharmaceutical commercial and I'm going to be trying not to shit myself on, on national yeah. television. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a little bit bizarre, but it, did you, you know, know it was, was going to be big. Like, did you no, know? Of course not. I had no idea. I didn't know that how much I was getting paid. Really. It's a commercial. You never really know how it's going to Right. Work. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I wasn't in the screen actors guild yet. So that was my first big job mm. that sort of mm. helped me overcome that hurdle. Yeah. So I was, I was excited for that. And that was all I really cared about. And then I, of course, immediately started Googling, you know, uh, actors who were in like medical commercials yeah. and uh, still had TV careers afterwards. I still and, remember uh, Jane, Jane Lynch was in like yeah. Nexium or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Courtney Cox did uh, the, the most 80s tampon commercial you'll ever see in your entire yeah. life. If you yeah. haven't seen it, you have to look it up. Mm. Brian Cranston uh, did Preparation H hemorrhoid mm. cream. Oh. Jane, Jane Trudy Dench did uh, uh, Summer's Eve douche. No. No, I'm just I'm pulling, a, I'm pulling a Brent Sullivan. <laughs> Do you get recognized from the commercial? Like, what are some of the reactions you've had from the commercial? Um, the last time I got recognized in person was uh, two years ago in the elevator at my gym. A guy was like, are, are you in that commercial? Because he had just seen it on the bike, uh, because he was riding his bike and they had the TVs playing. Yeah. Um, and then I actually get a lot of fan mail. Um, not a lot, but I do get fan mail because of this commercial. People where does some- it go? To- How do they what know what does that is? mean? <laughs> so I have a website, uh, and just so like where I before Matthew I Matthew Solomon, I do not diarrhea.com. Yes, that is exactly <laughs> that was exactly it. <laughs> um, and I used to post stuff on there all the time until I started working more, and then uh, you know, those kind of things you just kind of forget exist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I uh, I have a submission page on it, and I guess people would just do some like cyber sleuthing and figure yeah. out how yeah. do people figure it out yeah, there's, not there's like a website a there's a website it's there on ispot.tv looking for a gentleman it. from a sprouts commercial wait <laughs> really <laughs> that, i didn't know this website existed yeah yes. ispot.tv it's where you can find out who's in what commercial so these yeah. people have to like wow. take time Comprehensive. these people don't know what ispot.tv is they have to find that first yeah. in order yeah. to find yeah. me and then they find my social media or my website, and then the, I got like, um, like love letters, and like yeah, I got one person flattering. saying that I would marry oh. you for from watching. Were they the mostly from them. men? Like I want to yeah. know because Both like men I, and women. Okay, well I like was it what was like the percentage? Like was it more men than women, or like how? What was that mix like? Well, sometimes they wouldn't really gender themselves, and they would only sign off with like initials. I thought that I was being pranked by friends for a while because it just mm. seemed too improbable. Mm-hmm. But then they just started happening so far apart, and just like that's such it was just very bizarre. But I do yeah. think that maybe it leaned a little bit more on the male side. I do think. Cause that. that's what I, I mean, that's sort of what I think is that like, there's this, I mean, not so much gaydar for TV, but you see these commercials with actors and you know, I mean, actors, of course, like, you know, 90% of them are homosexuals probably. And like you, you look at someone and you'd have that sort of feeling of like, that's, 
that's not a straight man. Like I had, a, I remember in the nineties with, um, there was a Doritos commercial with Sean Hayes and like he was playing kind of like a geeky, but yet also <clears throat> masculine guy. And I was like, that's not that's a masculine funny. guy. That's not, <laughs> no. And then of course he becomes big on Will and Grace and I'm like, yeah. I knew it. That's when you funny. watch those like a uh, cruise commercials or those like vacation mm-hmm. commercials and it's just like the hottest parents you've ever seen in your entire life. Yeah. That man is never ever heterosexual because <laughs> no heterosexual man is going to take that much time to make his body look like that it's, it, it really is tr- it's it's really funny you say that because this is something I, that i've like a theory i've sort of developed like if there is a guy who is unnaturally muscular mm-hmm. i'm like he has to be gay because wi- i'm not i'm not saying women don't care but they don't care they don't care about yeah. delts you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and like defined lats and like and 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 all that shit they just don't and there's, there's like a yeah. small pool of straight men who invest themselves yes of course yeah, and their bodies look like that but it is a really small I, pool. Absolutely, absolutely. And I don't think it's a large enough pool to fill every one of those commercial roles. No. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's right. wild. Well, like what, like what has like audition process, like, I mean, I guess you're kind of known in auditions as the Humera. Does that come up? Like, uh, I've never had it come up before. I oh, don't interesting. Think, from my understanding, like a, any TV casting director or movie casting director that I've talked to hasn't really paid attention to that. They're yeah. not looking, they, they barely look at your resume and yeah. um, they uh, uh, they don't like go watch that much cable anymore. Nobody yeah. watches cable. Yeah. So, yeah, Alan, I think you have a really good eye for these things. I, I've seen that commercial a million times, usually mm-hmm. right around Wheel, Wheel of Fortune time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I never would have been able to pick Matt out of a, like, I, it blows me away. Street or something. Wait, so you had a response, you because we I didn't know this at the time. I didn't know you. I don't think at the time, but you were listening to you're making it worse. How did like you heard this? A, a you heard me mention it. A friend of mine was listening to your podcast, and okay. that's when I started listening to the podcast because oh. he was like, uh, "You were mentioned on um, blah blah blah's podcast. You should go check the it power out." Power like, we have. Oh. Who knew? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the reach. The reach. <laughs> the reach amongst Excuse homosexual me. men. Excuse like, me. Oh. Alan was ordered. Somebody ordered. Nachos for Alan's table recently, right? A podcast, that's right? Oh, that's oh, true. Right. I didn't mention that. Yeah, I was out go as things opened up, and like, of course, I got vaccinated. Uh, I was out with Naomi Smalls and you know Michael, of course, and like we were at this restaurant. Oh God, it's the place where um El Sharon Tate's last meal, El Coyote. Yeah. Coyote, yeah, I think yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It doesn't um, matter. And we were there, and it was just Naomi and I sitting at a table, and this mat, this they bring this nachos to us, and I was like, I assumed it must have been for Naomi because I was like. No one, right. no one's, no, no one's doing anything yeah. for Michael and I. And then the guy's like, he listens to the podcast. He, of course, had he knows Naomi too, so he was like, "There's gay royalty at that table." But I think that means you made it. Was, it, it was sweet. It was sweet. We had a listener of the podcast send us a bunch of nachos, and he really, I think his very, name was Christopher. I forget. I'm, if you're listening, Ugh. I'm sorry, I forgot your name. But thank you. God, for I, wish, I wish I, I could have nachos right now. Yeah, yeah uh, Christopher or whatever your name may be. If you see me in East Los Angeles, please send me. Yeah, <laughs> right. Thank Nachos. you. It's it's so it's one of these things where I love commercials. I actually pay close attention. One of my old room, one of my old roommates uh, would like save and, and regularly I would come home from work and he'd be like, "Okay, these are the commercials I saved for you to watch today." And I'm like, "All right, here we go." Uh, but it's one of these things where I always forget that every single commercial 
is just nothing but actors. And <laughs> and it's just, it just, I forget every And you were, and you've been time. in commercials. And I, and I was, some of you us have been in Acura, Acura, Acura commercials. That's right. Yeah. But like, you just forget, you, you, you get caught up in like the story that they're telling that mm-hmm. every time I'm like, oh, that's right. All of these people are actors, you know? Were you playing a straight man in your Acura commercial? I was playing a chef and I didn't really have a sexuality in this oh, instance. Gotcha. I also didn't have Cause yours is, yours is unique. <laughs> I mean, just the layout for people who haven't seen the commercial, uh, Matthew is playing a man who is being introduced to his girlfriend's parents. And he's really nervous because of his Crohn's and what, how embarrassing it's gonna be when, when. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> when he... I don't want, uh, hopefully the Humera people won't hear this. No, I they won't, they won't. I doubt okay. I, but first of all, what the, the message of that commercial is essentially, if you have Crohn's disease, you cannot have the functional love life. Right, yeah, right, right. <laughs> you need these pills in order to fall in which love. Which is why, which, which is, is genius marketing. It's <laughs> genius marketing, but I feel like we could do better because think about it. You're, it's a straight relationship. So we kind of know the kind of sex it you should be have a gay relationship. It should be a gay relationship. It should because one million if that percent pill really works and for that gay man to be able to not have obsessive diarrhea yeah. to be ordered to have a sexual relationship with another man. That's a perfect commercial. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree with you. And also, I will be the judge of whether that pill works. I'm gonna get a prescription tomorrow. Thank you very <laughs> I much, will also say, uh, The specific illness that I was marketing was ulcerative colitis. That's right, that? uh, that's right, that's right. Which oh. I don't, actually, I didn't research, I didn't bother. I didn't want to research. Yeah, 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 I know, I'm getting lightheaded. Wait, what here. is it though? <laughs> I wanna know what it's, it is. It's, it's basically Crohn's. It's a, like yeah. almost the same oh. thing. Um, but it was one of those things where I came in and I said it one way and they were like, actually, it's said pronounced this way. Mm-hmm. And it was just one of those things where it, it sounded exactly the same to mm-hmm. literally everybody else in the world. You're and also it, the voiceover, right? I did also do the voiceover. Oh, wow. would you get you get paid That's extra a, for that? Or was yeah, that just same chunk? It's paid double. Yeah. yeah Exciting. Yeah. Wow. And it's been on for three years. I mean, yeah, it's been like so I had three years. Jackpot. And you get like wow. residuals and shit, right? Every month. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was able to quit my part-time job because of this commercial. I like that's amazing. And I've saved up. Yeah, it's been. It's been. Man, you're talking like you have Acura commercial money now. And (laughs) (laughs) well, I mean, Matthew's not just in Humera commercials. He also was in a great horror film that got released during the pandemic. So I feel like the pandemic got in the way of people actually seeing the film, right, Matthew? Yeah, it was one of those weird things. It's called Followed. It's called Followed. You can watch it on um, Amazon Prime. And uh, it, well, it was technically the number one new movie in America for three weeks running. Wow. So wow. Have that little, that's great. But that's partially because almost no movies were coming yeah, out. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it released in drive-ins and, um, you know, it was kind of a bummer having it come out during the pandemic because it was going to be my first mm-hmm. premiere when there was a carpet mm-hmm. and we were going to do a little bit of a press yeah. tour. Or yeah. Yeah. So that would have been really great. However, I actually think that it got a little bit more of a cult following because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, especially because uh, it's a found footage movie. It's like about mm-hmm. social Love media. Love those. Love yeah. those. It's sort of supposed to be watched at home. Honestly, I think it's best watched on your computer. Mm-hmm. The director would kill me if you heard me say that. But... Sure, right. <laughs> He's not going to listen to this at all, I'm sure. <laughs> no, he will. If he knows that I mentioned the movie in this, he will absolutely watch it. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Oh, before we move on from the Humera commercial, I just wanted to uh, touch just on keep one keep talking about Humera. Because uh, I have a brother who's homosexual as well. Mm, wow. uh, in case anybody didn't realize yet, I am indeed a homosexual. Yes. Right. right. Well, I think uh, I made that abundantly clear at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, sometimes you provide your own wardrobe for commercials if they like your clothes because they fit you better. 
And my brother was like, the commercial's great, blah, blah, blah. But Matthew, those, those jeans at the end that you're wearing, kind of gay, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, they were my jeans, so yes. Yeah. And I bought those jeans specifically because they That's make my funny. ass look. I'm always hilarious. amazed by siblings uh, who, have gay, who are gay. Like, there are more than, more than one gay sibling in a family. Mm-hmm. Like, that... Yeah. I'm the only homosexual, known homosexual in my family at all, like across many different levels. Well, except for my cousin, my cousin's gay. But like, did you guys know growing up that like you both were gay? Honestly, no, because I didn't even know that I was gay growing up. It was one of those things Mm -hmm. where like I had that come to Jesus aha moment where I was like, oh, that explains so much. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But he, he actually, he didn't come out to me until he was in college. And Mm. then- I kind of half, I had come out to my parents. So he just kind of found out through that. Yeah. Um, but we, and I blame the fact that we were both sort of suppressed queer children. We resented each other. We were always oh, in a wow. kids oh. growing up. We shared a bedroom up until he was like 13. And I was what at that point, 10. So yeah. like we, mm-hmm. we really butted heads growing up. And then I was doing a semester in New York and he was living in Brooklyn. And we were both like adults and out of the closet and, like fully realized we ran into each other like, at Metropolitan Bar. That's exactly where we ran into each other. Yes. No. Really? But now we're like best friends and we talk about everything and we share a lot. And it's sort of us against the rest of the family now, which is really good. Mm. Oh uh, wow. Yeah. Huh. yeah, it's cool. Have people and, been weird about like brother porn or like what is that? What's <laughs> like that's so Yeah, gross. incest porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've had the occasional weird comment like that made, but <sighs> The main thing I get is that all of my gay friends ask me to set them up with my brother. And oh, sure. oh, wow. Let them each individually know that they're not his type, so. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Elliot asked about brother porn. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I, I, but it did, I, I, I have to admit, it does, it does pop into my head. Not because I yeah. am into that at all, um, it I is mean, a thing, each, though. To each their own, it's a thing. It's a thing. Because gay, well, there's straight, also gay twin porn, and that's right. Thing. That's that's yeah, what yeah, I was yeah. thinking. That's, that's creeps me I'm out. Thinking. And then straight people love like step step brother step sister porn. Really? I guess, I guess yeah. People love that shit. It's weird. Wow. That's. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of. There's an innate. Uh, we we don't need to go into. Instance. Well, there is a thing though about like <laughs> you know boyfriends <laughs> looking like each other. Well, that's what I'm. Yes, we that's talk what about this often, to. where like they're they're kind of they look the same, and so it's like they're fucking each other. That's yeah. that's that's why I think twincest yeah. is a thing for gay people. Mm-hmm. No, no. It's yeah. terrifying. I have met a couple where they looked exactly the same, and they both were named Daniel. Oh. That's what that's oh. I, see. I love that trope because then you could always ask them who was bo- who's older, who was born first. <laughs> could really throw them off their game. Mm-hmm. Really, we're different. <laughs> well, we're different. Matthew, Matthew yeah. this was so much fun. Thank great. you so yeah, much for really blast. fun. Thank you for doing this. Where can people follow you on the interwebs? Um, you can follow me at that Matthew Solomon on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter. I actually don't know what my Twitter handle is, though, because I never <laughs> log on. I think it's Solomon.Matthew. Mm-hmm. It also yeah. could be Sad Disco Boy. But if you want to, like, see me actually post stuff, it's that Matthew Solomon on Instagram. And, um, hope- and yeah, any acting updates I usually post there. Mm, yeah, great. And hopefully people in Los Angeles, when the world comes back to normal, we can get back to Akbar and see you at Learn the Words. That's right. I know. Well, That's also, right. I just want to say that 
Alan has basically just been like my pandemic friend. Like we really yeah. became proper friends mm-hmm. right as the so really oh, our nice. entire relationship it's is kind of perfect. <laughs> no, you've been like a saving grace through this whole thing. Oh, I love that's it. Inter- well, that's interesting because he's been my nightmare the whole time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am I am their living nightmare. But I will say Matthew is a very he's very funny, he's very talented. And I just I love that I met you through a Humera commercial that I mm-hmm. screamed faggot at the first time I saw. <laughs> I I'm so glad we're full circle now. So bye faggot. Beautiful, beautiful connection. <laughs> Bye, Faggots. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> With Humera, remission is possible. And another thing. So I have a story to tell you guys. I'm I so ordered. <laughs> I ordered a Task Rabbit for the first time. I ordered. I paid someone to come to my apartment to help me assemble a dresser I bought on Wayfair.com. And you it got was... just what I need. <laughs> Wayfair, Wayfair, we got just what you need. That's, Elliot, can you can you harmonize with that? Elliot, Elliot, do high, do high. I'll do low. Wayfair, we got just what you need. Um, but anyway, it was a surprisingly sexy experience, and mm. I had so much fun doing it yeah so what happens is i'd never i'd never had a task rabbit before i was surprised you got it to be honest because i mean you're like me that you won't spend money that if you don't need to oh you're actually 100 100 right you know i am this no I, I couldn't agree with you more and this was an instance in which uh that is only superseded by my rage when it comes to putting together yeah. furniture mm-hmm. and my apartment at this point is full of wobbly furniture because I do a bad job. I do a bad job so regularly that my furniture doesn't function very well. <laughs> so I was like, let me just, if I'm going to buy a dresser, let me just like, I'm, I'll pay someone 80 bucks to, to do it. Is that what um, it cost? 80 bucks? It was $120, but oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, God, who am I? Elliot Glazer? You got a boner um, out of it. <laughs> Uh, so, so this is, I just thought this whole thing was fascinating task. So I've never ordered a task rabbit before and you go on this app, it's an app and you obviously put your address and everything. You tell them what you need, furniture assembly, and then they start showing you people in the vicinity who are willing to take that job. They show you how much. Sounds they, like grinder. But it does. And, and I, <laughs> it was so crazy. Cause like they show you how much. Uh, people charge for the job and per hour, I should say, and all this stuff and how many jobs they've done and their reviews. But weirdly enough, every profile has a prominent picture. And it's it was so strange to me that it was like they gave me exactly what I wanted. It's like, of course, I want to know. Like, I know they're doing it. They, they claim they're probably doing it for like safety purposes. But like at the end of the day, I'm like, no, I ended up fishing through and finding the three hottest guys. And I, I chose the one who charged the least. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm so surprised that they put the faces on there. I mean, yeah, I'm obviously not surprised by it's that like either. you want to know what they're going to look like. I mean, I don't know if everyone has the same in- intentions as you. Yeah. But um, I mean, I'm scrolling through with a boner like I'm Elliot Glazer. I mean, it's, <laughs> imagine, it's unbelievable. But imagine if Grinder was like that. If Grinder had a review system where you could like look through the past hookup reviews. Oh, oh. God, that's actually a oh, boy. I'd be I'd be averaging like one and three quarters stars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, but the guy the guy ended up coming and I yeah he did. I remember I, can't, I remember texting. I can't help yeah, I know. I remember texting. I think both of you that day because I was like, yeah. I swear to God, I like hours before I was like nervous. You know that like anticipate like that an- like, you had, anticipation. You were at you my get. apartment before he came over. You were so. 
jittery because I I, I, I I got the sense that you were like actively engaged in how attractive this man was. And you were looking at your watch or your phone, like so eager to like, I, I got to like, get home. I was like, I don't want to miss get him. Home. I don't, don't want to miss him. him. <laughs> to the point where you almost left. And I'm like, Brent, give me a hug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Out the door. Like, get, out, get out of my way. <laughs> um, and then he came over and he was, uh, and of course, of course, that's like when you crash because you're like, well, we're not gonna have sex. <laughs> the moment you he stepped on something, did you like plan on hitting on him or up? something? Oh, certainly not. Um, yeah, I did. Oh, Alan, that's right. I did have this like fantasy where I was like, it it was a little hot that day, and I was like, what if I like turn? Oh yeah, the turn heat the heat up. up. <laughs> what if I turn the heat up really high, like right before he comes, and then I turn it off, and then he walks mm-hmm. in, and like my apartment's a sauna. He's like, man, I, I guess I just have to take my shirt off to do this job, and I'm like, hey, it's literally ahead. like that's literally like something they would do on designing women. Yep. Yeah, it's true. Uh, he was very charming, very fun, and very he also fun. had worked. He was. Well, we chatted for a while, and he worked. He had worked on Broadway in like tech, and so mm-hmm. so I was kind of like, I was like, what did he physically look like? Tell me. You know, well, you know my type. He was very yeah. much my type. Elfin. He was, yes, he was five, like five eight, mm. uh, fit. Um, he wore like a nice, like, uh, like form fitting t-shirt. His chest was concave, the opposite (laughs) of pregnant. What was his Uh, jeans like? What kind of jeans was he wearing? You know, I can't remember. I can't remember the jeans. Oh, see, that's the only thing I'd be looking at. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't care so much about jeans. I I poured him, I poured him a water. I don't care about the jeans. I care about what's under the jeans. Yeah. But the jeans also tell you his sexuality. Yeah. 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 And I, and that was it. It was like, I, you know, once he arrived, I'm yeah. like, what, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what? Wait, thinking? so what was the conversation? Like, did you have a conversation? Like, what, yeah, what so were I you doing up, while he yeah. was doing that? So I wanted to give him space. Taking I pictures. Was like, yeah, yeah. I, I thought <laughs> about it just for like phone. you guys, but like, of course I never would. Um, so I, I wanted to give him a space because I, I of course he didn't know that I was being a total like perv about this, yeah. but I, I certainly didn't want to like accidentally make him feel uncomfortable. So I sat on my balcony for the first half. And then like the second half, I started chatting him up and we actually talked about Broadway. We talked about come from away, which is a, a really bad musical uh, that has come up several times in the podcast before he loved it. I didn't. Um, so we ended up having a, a fun chat and it was one of these things where like, you know, uh, oh, at one point, like he even said, he said something about how like he he like leans into being fit or something in his profile, mm. and he either like alludes to it or how did that come cause, up? Because he was an he's an acrobat. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, like that he's like your a type. trained acrobat. So so uh, yeah, <laughs> I just I you know you know like when you're like casually to say casually is is even an, an overstatement when you're casually flirting with someone such that you're all you're all you have to do is just talk about like them like mm-hmm. being physical and you're like this is like that's enough for me today i guess mm-hmm. like that's like that's like its own like kind, it's kind of hot and like that's it like we talked about yeah. like his like tumble camp or whatever he goes to and i was like oh cool man i told him i used to dream of being a stunt man <laughs> wait but did he talk about, did he talk about doing silks <laughs> we didn't we didn't get into silks we didn't get into wait silks how did it come silks. up though that he leans into being fit in his profile like how did how did that engage because brent obviously said obviously said you're very fit right you must have said oh you're very fit. <laughs> no, no 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 i didn't i didn't quite i didn't quite do that but i do remember 
I think at some point it came up like, how did you choose me? And I was, I think I, I think at that point I kind of tipped my hat. I was like, oh, you know, I was going through and I was like, oh, this, you know, I, I thought your picture seemed like oh. you seemed like a nice guy in your picture. Uh, I mean, again, not heavy handed, but I was kind of alluding to the fact that I hired him based off of his looks. Yeah, the whole time you're fair. just like chewing a pencil. You, know, yeah, right. you look like a nice guy. Right. That's so funny because literally this, this, this very same week I hired a task rabbit and I went for like, like the most like uh oh like not pretty hardy heart yeah hardy looking like <laughs> i always try to hire a woman first but then uh-huh. i couldn't find a woman so i hired like a hardy older man and mm. i want to say to him as little as possible um I'll offer yeah. him water be nice but i don't want to watch the process have you, you ever put the shelves up, up with like someone in a service moment yeah, Elliot. I mean, Elliot, you might. I'm shocked you haven't mined TaskRabbit for more for more men. Like, have you ever like, <laughs> what <are> you talking about? <laughs> have you what ever are you talking about? Have you ever like have you ever like hooked up with someone who came to your house to like no. deliver mail no. or like the I cable have hooked guy? up with an Uber no. driver. Oh, yeah, yeah. late at night years ago. Late at night years ago, I was in San Francisco. <laughs> I was coming home. I was there for a show or something. I was coming home and he, he and I struck up this conversation and it kind of got like flirty. And then I was like, well, like they upgraded my suite. And so I had yeah. like this massive suite that I was like, whatever. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, that how that I had. I had an Uber. Didn't driver happen in once. the car. It didn't happen in the car. Yeah. I had an Uber driver once who I could tell was straight, but was like sort of like prying me. He mm. was like wanted, prying to get a blowjob. Mm. I could just tell he wanted I could just tell that there was something mm. as- askew there. Yeah. Did you lean into it? Did you lean into <laughs> yeah, it? No, did I, did, I did not. Why lean didn't into you? It. Why didn't you? Because <laughs> I wasn't interested. Oh, um, see, with those yeah. things, you got to do it for the story. Fuck being interested. No, yeah. I don't want to do it for the story. Were you attracted to that Uber driver? Me? Yeah. No. Uh, mm, I see, the thing is, is like I can separate attraction from either story or necessary like need in the moment. You know mm. what I mean? So, mm. like, for me, I'm like, okay. This is the moment. This is the opportunity that has presented itself to me. And I think I'm going to strike while the iron's hot and have a little fun in San Francisco before I have to get back to my normal life. And yeah. so that's sort of yeah. what I. That's so fair. I, yeah, yeah, I don't really. The whole interest thing, I'm kind of like, well, you know, if, if it's if it's good enough, it's good enough for me. Elliot, <laughs> Elliot. So when you were hiring your task there rabbit, there was no part of you that was like that was like looking for like the more attractive guys that were willing to do that job. There was a little bit of that. But ultimately, I know that I want to err on the side of like. I like the idea of like an old handyman or like a, I yeah, like a young God. woman or an older handyman. <laughs> you want to be in like an episode of murder. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. Where I guess Jake so. comes over and like, I'm going to fix your stove for you, Elliot. Yeah. Jake from the golden girls. Well, he's hot though. I would totally do him. Oh yeah. That's what, that's, that would be my one. He's my arguably my, Dorothy's son. And then yes. Jake. Michael Full and boners. Jake. Yes. So, all right. So the end, anyway, the end of the story is I, the reason I bought a new dresser was because my old dresser was so small and I was, it was, I was like, it's time for me to upgrade. So I bought a new dresser and uh, the guy, you know, this, the, my task rabbit assembled it. Uh, I gave him a tip obviously. Mm-hmm. And he assembled it. It was, he did a great job. I appreciate it. He left. And then uh, I realized right then that I hadn't done measurements and that the old dresser was exactly the same size as the new dresser. So I, I spent like $800 on a new dresser that was like, exactly. it was, it wasn't quite that much, but it was, it was, it was more expensive than I would like, but at least the drawers are smoother. So I'll take that. (laughs) 
<laughs> At least the drawers are smoother. He made them smooth for you, Brent. Yeah. <laughs> What would your aunt say? Brent, what would your aunt Ramona say about something she heard on today's podcast? Don't vote for Caitlyn Jenner. Write in Donald Trump. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> My aunt Joanne would say, you know, the Glazers are the only Jewish men in all of the world who know how to use a hammer. So shame on you. <laughs> how about Aunt Anne? My aunt Anne would say, you know, your Uncle Ray and I, we like to play task rabbit but we only have one <laughs> task at hand <laughs> that's great oh i love ann ann i love me some aunt ann she's a whore mm-hmm. thanks for listening i'm elliot glazer i'm aunt ann and i'm a whore <laughs> oh this bitch gonna be mad this bitch mad she doesn't like crass endings she says no cursing no crassness she on him I can't I can't deal with this bitch <laughs> oh